Sutsaji. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Relax the shoulders, soften your face. Today we'll dive into it's kind of interesting story. It's remind us about the world. You know, our own world. Where do we keep it? <laughs> or where do we live in it? Right? We all very much are familiar with our physical presence and our, you know, in this, our surroundings. But where exactly do we actually live? Do we actually live in our surroundings or somewhere else? Let's find out. <laughs> so there were two monks and these were experienced monks. So I don't know if you know this or not, but some uh, each religion has its own practice. And some of the religions have the practice where the monks go to uh, kind of like ask for alms or the offerings from regular people. And they have to go to, you know, certain number of like the maximum, there is a maximum cap. So they can go to maximum three houses only. And if they get the alms, they're good. If they don't get the alms, then they sleep hungry. So that's why it's kind of like a, another of the thing that uh, if somebody comes to your, on your door, and especially if they're a monk or sadhu or something and asking for food, it's always good and nice to offer food. So... I don't know how many monks you will get in your area, depending on where you are. <laughs> but if somebody actually came in asking for food, it's always nice to offer. So if you can. So anyways, coming back to our story, I always kind of keep going into these different directions. Anyways, so there were two monks and they were kind of like coming back from, uh, you know, their routine going out and asking for those alms or those offerings and then they had some food and they had to cross the river on their journey back to their temple so every morning they used to go to different villages and then there was a river and they have to go like cross the river twice a day so today when they're at the bank of the river getting ready to cross there was this lady standing on the side of the bank or the river and she was looking very puzzled and very kind of like, you know, need of help. So one of the monks reached out to her and he said, Madam, can we help you? It seems like you are in need of help. So she said, I would really, like, I really have to go to the other side, but I really don't want to get my clothes dirty. I will appreciate if, you know, you can help in some way, form, shape. So they both looked at each other and then the other monk who was actually standing on the back or he said I can actually if you don't mind carry you around and take you on the other side of this river the lady said sure so the monk carried her took her to the other side dropped her down they both kind of like you know the lady showed her appreciation said thank you monk said okay welcome and they all parted their ways. As they were going back, the other monk 
who originally talked to the lady and who did not get to carry the lady. <laughs> he was not looking very happy. So monk B asked him, he said, uh, what's the matter, brother? Seems like you're not happy. He said, you know what? We are monks. We are not supposed to touch women. Not only you touched her, you carried her. And, how, and you're just walking now as if nothing happened. So this monk smiled and replied back, I left her at the river, at the other side of the river, you know, at the shore. Why are you still carrying her? And that's it. So that actually takes us back. Where do we actually live? We live in our own heads. 90% of the times, people around us are not judging us because they themselves are worried about somebody else judging them or somebody else, you know, what other people think about us. 90% of the times, we are making up the scenarios in our own heads and the real things are not happening. The world around us, if we just let it be, it is so calm and peaceful. We are constantly, constantly feeding ourselves with all the events happening around us. And it is not helping with our forget about the self-realization journey. <laughs> that is a big deal. It is not even helping with calming the mind. It's kind of like I am, it's so surprising. Like we are constantly feeding our mind. The mind needs rest. Mind is very, very good. It's capable of making the scenarios even without any help. Just imagine when we provide all the help to it. Calm mind is the best friend. Calm and trained mind. So the world is not so much around us. The world is more or less inside us. And that's the world we have to deal with. Outside world, yes, there are, you know, the good, bad, and the threats, and the opportunities, and strengths, and everything. Yes, but that is only 10% of our lives. 90% is what we have in us. And that's where we, we are living. And that's where we have to learn to cope up. And mantra is the best friend. With that thought, thank you.